Well, all right. So trying to do this thing again. I uh, know I've said that before, but we'll see if we can do a better job this go around. I've had people ask about it, and I didn't realize that this was something that people were missing out of their life. So we'll see if I can do a better job. Hold me accountable. I'm going to try to get you one of these a week. A lot of the time it might just be me talking because it's tough to find someone to sit down with every week, but I'm going to do my best to do that. I do think the interview style stuff is the most interesting and fun and all that. So in the future, if you want to sit down and we can make it happen, let's do that. Schedule with me as soon as you can and we'll we'll, we'll get that rolling. For the other weeks, what I'll do is just talk about something that might be difficult to discuss in class, nerd out a little bit, and explain why we do what we do. So that's what we're going to do this week. The goal is to keep these things relatively brief. I know you don't want to hear me talk for forever, so I'm going to do my best to make it as brief as possible while also covering a topic that is somewhat interesting or would be helpful to your progression in the CrossFit world. So with that being said, we're going to talk about the differences between working out, exercise, however you want to call that, training, and competing. And I think this is a particularly interesting topic for people who CrossFit because of the kind of married area of all those things in the workout of the day wad you know see who could do the fastest most whatever space and how that could be a little confusing or murky or difficult to discern when you should be doing which of these three things so working out or exercise or whatever people just refer to when they go to the gym and do some stuff versus training let's look at those two at first working out is just walking into a gym doing some stuff and leaving. Um, it might be the re- repeated stuff that you do all the time. Maybe you do have some variance with that. And there is like a Monday is this and Tuesday is that, but there's very little progression built into it. There's no overarching goal that you're aiming towards. And it's going to, while it'll help you get healthier for sure, it is going to lead to less progress over time. Um, one, because you don't have a goal that you're trying to go get. And two, that you're not building some kind of structure to help you get there. Uh, exercise science is kind of founded on the principle of periodization, meaning that there's blocks of time that you have a little more in-depth in and intense focus on certain things. And then after that block of time, you'll move on to a different block of time, do different things. These have nerdy, sciencey names. But the point is that there's different areas where there's uh, different areas in your training year have different types of focuses. And that allows for a larger progression to happen over the course of a year, two years, 10 years versus just trying to do everything at once all the time and not thinking about how things layer on top of each other. So the biggest difference is just working out is you're going to kind of plateau pretty quick. It's going to be relatively uninteresting and it definitely doesn't set you up to hit the goals that you have as well as something that has a more structured training progression in it. And I understand how that could be a little confusing in a CrossFit setting because it doesn't look like we have like a step-by-step process for moving to one to another. But if you zoomed out on our programming, you would see that there are blocks of the year where we're more strength-focused, uh, maybe on the slow lifts or the power lifts, you know, something like bench press, back squat, deadlift, and then I would say like shoulder press for us. Um, and there's going to be different blocks of the year where working on things that are a little more explosive, like cleans and jerks and snatches, stuff like that. There's going to be blocks of the year where the average Metcon length is a little bit longer, working on endurance and aerobic capacity. And there's going to be times of the year where it's a little shorter, where we're looking at your ability to express power in a short amount of time, your ability to recover maybe in intervals, 
things like that. So there is definitely a zoomed out, you would see a pattern that's showing up in certain blocks. And so that is what allows for like a more gradual progression of uh, just gains across the board versus, you know, saying I'm going to try to do all those things at one time. That's very difficult. Your body doesn't adapt to that very well. And ultimately, it's a slower process going that way than picking certain times of the year to focus on certain areas of your fitness. For us, this generally looks like we tend to do a little longer stuff during the summer, a little more conditioning heavy, monostructural, um, aerobic capacity stuff in the summer. And then as it gets towards the fall, we'll start moving into heavier, just pure strength style stuff. And then as we get into the winter, that might become a little more athletic versions of that. So the Olympic lifts, a little more power development, and then we'll fade into a more conditioning biased CrossFit classic CrossFit looking thing, quote unquote, as we get towards the open, because we know what that's going to look like. And that's kind of our big competition each year, our, our competitive season. So that's kind of how our year is structured with that. And I think you would see that if you looked at our programming for sure. I guess I say all that to say that if you work out with us, you definitely train versus workout or exercise or just fitness. We definitely have a training model built in. So you're definitely in that camp. Now let's look at the difference between training and competing. And this is the trickiest part, I think, for CrossFitters because they walk into the gym and they think every day I need to compete, like I need to beat the people around me or beat the even beat the best version of me in the past. And that's just a little counterproductive to your overall growth as an athlete as well. Um, once again, you're, we just talked about you're going to have seasons in your year where you're going to be better and worse at certain things based on what the focus is. So we might redo a strength workout right now in the middle of our longer uh, structural aerobic pieces. And you're going to be like, man, I'm not as strong as I was. Well, if you go back and look, that was probably in the winter or the fall when we were working on strength. And so, of course, you shouldn't be as strong. Or maybe you are as strong, but you didn't hit a new PR. You know, you're a couple pounds under or you tie it. That's really that's awesome because that's not the focus right now. So if you can hold on to 90-ish percent of what we gained during that season, and now you have this capacity that you didn't have in another area at that point in time, that just means when we get there and we get back to focusing on that, you're probably going to crush those numbers. So, so that even makes it a little difficult when you're trying to compete with just yourself because you don't know what part of the year yourself you're competing against unless you look at it. In a more abstract, uh, you know, a thousand foot view, competition and training serve different purposes. Training is setting you up to be the best version of you in the future. It's not about today at all. We're not trying to be the best you right now. We're trying to set it up to where in the future you're the best you. Competition is the exact opposite. We don't really care how good you're going to be tomorrow or a year from now or 10 years from now if you're competing today. So, you know, that intuitively makes sense, but I think people you know, when you're at the gym, sometimes you can get a little caught up in really competing when that's not the point. The point isn't to be the best you can today. The point is to do things today that sets you up to be the best you can in the future. So things, things tend to get compromised when you compete. And I would even say that things probably should be compromised when you compete. Let's look at, you know, if you're looking at a CrossFit competition, movement quality isn't going to be as good in a CrossFit competition because that's not the point. The point is to do the most weight or the most reps or finish in the fastest time. And to do that, you need to skirt the gray areas of what is a good rep and what is the best way to move versus what is the most efficient way for you to move that bar right then when you're super tired, you know, and you're on your third competition of the day. 
you should definitely not be treating a general day at the gym that way. I mean, I think that makes sense when you hear it like that, but we don't want to, to shortcut things when we're training because that inevitably doesn't allow us to build the best future version of ourselves as we can. If we take today and compete versus train, we're going to compromise quality to get more quantity. And that's not the goal. That's not the goal of training at all. So if you are competing, what tends to happen is you're giving up quality for quantity. You're giving up quality to get a little heavier load on the bar. You're giving up quality to get more rounds or a faster time. And while all those things are good, I'm not saying those aren't good things. What I'm saying is the structure you're building for hey, I kind of pressed out my jerk a little bit, or hey, like I really cut a couple of those reps a little high. Maybe they, they weren't great reps, but you know I need to try to push that in the competition setting isn't the best for setting you up to be the best version of you. The best version of you in the future needs to do the best quality they can now because that's the foundation we're laying this on. So making a super strong version of you in a crappy position is going to come to a screeching halt at some point, whether that's an injury, whether that you just can't do that movement much heavier because your movement quality isn't there or whatever, versus doing things the best way you can and just saying like, well, you know, I might could have got more, but I know that this would have, this would have been bad, or I wouldn't have been able to do this part of it as well as I could have. And I get how that could be difficult during the day you know, you're wanting to go fast, you're wanting to do your best and you're seeing your buddies and they're going faster and you want to beat them because that, you know, that's a, that's a fun thing to do. You have your little inter gym competition, but I think the person who makes those sacrifices the most, the person who says, Hey, I'm going to beat them today at all costs. They are costing themselves winning those things in the future and potentially winning them when they might matter, quote unquote, like competing in the open for us. That's like kind of our season. If right now you're you're making uh, shortcuts, that's going to hurt you in February and March when the reps really matter. When you get really used to doing a six-inch high wall ball all the time or missing the target or whatever it is because you're wanting to go fast, that's great. And sure, you're going fast, and that's good for your fitness. But you're, what you're doing is you're setting yourself up to fail in the future when those are monitored reps or – you know, when you're just not used to doing your 30th unbroken wall ball to a full depth squat, and then now you just can't do it, and you're frustrated because you used to be able to do it or you thought you could, when really you just never really did that. So, yeah, training versus competing is is, is a tricky thing because CrossFit is somewhat built on this this competing element. And I think that that's good in a way. Like you should see the person next to you and they picked up the bar and so you want to pick up the bar because you want to keep going. And that's a good motivating thing about CrossFit. However, moving poorly when you know it's happening or making compromises that's going to set you up poorly in the future, that's not helping you. And going 10 seconds faster today or a minute faster today or getting three more rounds or 10 more pounds, it just doesn't really matter. And I know that's a that might be a bummer to hear, but it just doesn't matter what you did today if your goal is to be the best version of you in the future. So short-term, giving up the thing that seems the most important in the moment for the thing that is most important long-term, that's what training is all about, is we're going to exchange doing the very, very best I can in the second versus trying to set me up to do the very, very best I can in six months, a year, 10 years, whatever your goal is. So Next time you're at the gym and you know what the Metcon is for the day and you're thinking about, you know, what am I going to do and what's this person next to me going to do and all that kind of stuff. Remember the goal is to 
do the best you can the best way you can. So CrossFit calls that virtuosity. You should be moving the best you can at all times. And if you can do that well, go faster. If not, don't worry about going faster because in the future, that's going to be the limiting factor for you. So move well, move the best you can. And when you can do that, go faster. And when you can do that, add some more weight. And then when you find you run into a wall there, then that's where I need to be for right now. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, winning the workout on Wednesday in the middle of August is great, I guess. And maybe it makes you feel good about yourself. But I promise you that's not the most important thing that's going on. And it's not even setting you up to be the best version of you. Depending who you talk to, if you go listen to other, uh, I guess, more famous CrossFit coaches, they talk about this topic a decent bit. Ben Bergeron's pretty famous for this. And he talks about competing versus training and how that's the a limiting factor for like a good CrossFitter who won't be great. It's because they're always competing and they're never training or they're not training enough. If you think that, that, that this just is my thing and, you know, you want to go listen to somebody else who's smart and is obviously very successful, go listen to him. He'll, you can hear him talk about stories about how the year after Katrin won the games the first time, she wasn't allowed to do muscle-ups until she could do 30 perfect kip swings um, because her muscle-ups weren't good enough. Yeah, she won the CrossFit Games, but there was a glaring hole there, and if she just constantly kept competing with what she had, she was never going to be able to spend time training to make those better. So that's an interesting, like even the highest-level athletes – should be thinking about this element and I think they do you don't see them compete very often they're very selective about actual competitions they go to you know they don't take their training as competitions they have lots of days where their coaches don't even ask what weight they hit or what time they got they ask things like hey how did you feel during it how was your breathing what part gave you the biggest issue what are the areas we could clean up and if you think about your training that way if you take a step back and say hey here are the sections that gave me problems that, that allows you to find areas to go train and practice and get better at. And then when you plug those back in and you do something similar in the future, you're just going to crush that stuff because you saw, hey, here's my weaknesses. You know, how can I address those? You're not going to address those by going faster in a Metcon. That's just not how that stuff works. I think Ben Bergeron says something like you should spend 10% of your time or something like that competing and something like 70% training and 30% practicing. Those are a little more nuanced things that maybe we talk about in the future. But the point is you should not be competing that often. Competition is tough on your body. Competition doesn't set you up. It doesn't make you any better for the future physiologically. Maybe mentally there's some benefits to that, but we want to focus our time and effort on training. Now, I think the way we program makes it somewhat easy. Um, This would put us above the 10% that Ben's talking about, but still gives you a rough idea. Our Fridays are built to be a test or built to be a competition. Um, That still doesn't mean that the week is tapered to where you're going to compete at your best or that you're tapered to do your very best. So even that competition could be a little misleading because maybe this week going into Friday, you're beat up. And then we, but when we redid that workout, you know, when we did that workout previously, six months ago, the week wasn't that tough and then you got a better score. And so even that could be a little tricky to tell you know, is my fitness better, worse, the same, whatever. But picking like a Friday or, you know, maybe it's every other Friday for you where you do just get after it and do the very best you can that day is a, is, is an appropriate way to, uh, to go for it. Whereas walking in the gym every day saying, I'm just going to get as many rounds and reps as this as possible, or I'm going to move the very maximal load that I can. Um, 
with no regard for what's going to happen in the future. It's just kind of a silly practice and it's just not going to make you the best version of you. And I promise, you know, a lot of you guys have been doing CrossFit for years, two years, three years, whatever. If in three years from now, you're just hammering yourself trying to win every day versus if you let yourself train and are a little more methodical about that stuff, you're going to be substantially better if you go that approach versus just hammering on yourself every day, just going the fastest you can and saying like, well, you know, maybe I didn't move the best, but that's okay. Cause I, I got third today at the gym and I'll wrap up by saying this. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with wanting to be competitive. There's nothing wrong with wanting to win or wanting to be better than the folks around you or wanting to be better than you were previously. That's a great thing. That's an awesome character trait. However, we need to harness when we're going to unleash that. And if you, cause if you just unleash that every single time, you just don't put yourself in a place to succeed long-term. And I think that's what most of us are doing this for. I mean, obviously our gym is set up to be a lifelong fitness thing for people. We're not a highly competitive gym. Our programming isn't built to make people go to regionals. You know, we, we aren't trying to beat up on you guys. We're trying to make you guys strong and fit and capable to go do all the stuff outside the gym you want to, to be the healthiest 70 year olds you're going to know and to be able to play with your great grandkids in the floor at 90 when you know all of your peers are struggling with that or dead yeah so yeah so this is an interesting topic for today if you can think of anything in the future you want me to ramble about or whatever let me know i'd be happy to talk about it uh until then i guess i'll see you guys up at the gym